This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, everybody, on the alert. Here goes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. So much dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. This is going to be juicy. Lori Laughlin has been dropped by Fuller House. Um, that surprise, surprise. came uh, at the end of last week. You know, this is all a part of the scandal. She got her daughter into USC. Her daughter didn't even go to high school. <laughs> so, yeah. She did go to high school, but she barely went to high school. Of course, her daughter, Olivia, has been dropped by Sephora. Um, Lori Laughlin has been dropped by the Hallmark Channel. And now Fuller House. Oh. So. And I'm yeah. going to play a clip coming up in just a second. A okay. little bit uh, with John Oliver talks about this and the uh, the art of public shaming. It's a mm. fascinating conversation. I'll play that in a little bit. Yeah, a lot of this went down when I was on vacation and I wasn't really looking at any news stories. I came back and it was this big thing. And to remove myself from it and then realize there wasn't a lot going on other than this last week. Yeah. It makes me go, is this, it is a big deal. I'm not saying it isn't a big deal, but do we we make it a bigger deal when there isn't other news. Yes. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, the unofficial rebels of the royal family, they had big plans to break away from Buckingham Palace and all of its traditions, but their proposal for independence was reportedly halted by the Queen. Um, oh. They wanted to create their own global Sussex brand that would completely be separate from Buckingham Palace, but um, they said no. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, even Prince Charles said no. What they want to do is allow her to, it has to do with her still having independence and uh, doing things with her charity and things that don't have to do with Buckingham Palace on her own. Mm. Oh. And they let them sort of break away in some ways and have a separate office that reports to Buckingham Palace. But then as far as completely separating themselves, they are not down with that. Which is no surprise. No. They can only change so much. Yeah, they can't even eat seafood. Yeah. Pasta. <laughs> Queen doesn't let her eat or pasta. Pa- or pasta. Yeah. I'm what surprised kind of they even asked, to be honest. Mm-hmm. What kind of life is that? Yes. No garden? Yeah. Okay, Paris Jackson was <laughs> hospitalized briefly on Saturday morning. Alexis, you know a little bit more about this. Uh, TMZ claims that she tried to commit, or I'm sorry, die by suicide. But a source close to Paris says that she had some kind of an accident. And she was seen that night on a date with her boyfriend. Yeah, so. they were eating some KFC. Uh, she was seriously? like, Yeah, she came back. She said, hey, no, I didn't try to do that. I had something else going on. Leave me alone. You're all liars. Lies, yeah. lies, 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 lies. Look mm-hmm. how I devour this breast. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Okay. 
Uh, of chicken. Yes. All right. Well, Brian Austin Green says he did not post a tribute to Luke Perry, his co-star on 90210, because, quote, everyone grieves in different ways. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, stop shaming oh. people because they didn't post something on stupid Social Twitter. media. Uh, that doesn't matter. No, what it matters doesn't is matter. How you treated that person in real life and how you remember them in your heart after they pass. And, and, to, and to think right. that the public that we deserve to hear no. Brian Austin no. Green's, you know, no. sorrow. No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't. Nope. Okay, on TV tonight, American Idol, um, and then competing with that is The Voice. So we have ABC versus NBC in singing competitions, blind auditions on The Voice, Voice, of course. Also on tonight's schedule, we have Arrow, The Resident, and Bull. That's the latest Dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Greatest update ever. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Bueller. 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 I don't think he's here today. Coming up on 8.06, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. What's up, Don? Oh, you know, just having my second cup of coffee here. Well, that's fantastic. Shantae, you stay. Oh, oh, I get to stay. stay Thank today. you. Nice. RuPaul, what do you think about Alexis today? Sashay away. Oh, okay. bye. See ya. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't care. Got it. Miss Vanjie. 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 Oh my gosh, I am loving Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. Love Vanjie on the seasons of Please win. Yeah, on the season of RuPaul's Drag Race on VH1 Thursday nights. Everybody, my talkers, you should be watching it. So funny. Oh, there's a producer here. I call him Baby Bjorn. Um, (laughs) He is just, I love Bjorn so much. He's like my little brother, like just my. And he he's a producer in the uh, Fox 9 Morning News. And every morning when I walk in, Lex, I walk, you know, the newsroom's kind of quiet at 4.50 or whatever. And he, we always look up at each other, and he goes, "Vanjie," and I go, "Miss Vanjie." Every, I look forward to it every morning. Vanjie, Miss Vanjie, any hoodly doodly. Uh, I have, I, I, this was such. Look, I love John Oliver on any day of the week, but I, I really watched a clip this morning that I really loved. Because if you don't watch last week tonight on HBO, don't worry, you won't feel left out. Because I'm going to play it for you. They handle uh, one big topic per episode. You know, they do something at the beginning, but they usually they handle one big topic. Uh, And last night they handled public shaming, which is so relevant and topical, especially right now with that college admission scandal story and the nuances of this era of public shaming, especially when it comes to social media and really like shows like ours that comment on pop culture and stations like ours. Where, where's the line? Is there a line? Mm. Um, if you know, is it all right if they're a public person? Da, 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 da. And John handled this and the producers handled this so well. Here's just this is a rather long clip. I'm going to break it up and we'll discuss. But uh, here's the beginning of it. And I think you're really this. It's going to lead to some questions. It's, it's interesting. But at some point, it's incumbent on everyone to consider both context and consequences if you're going to pile on in a shaming. And I'm not saying that anything here is easy. For instance. Yeah, but he's getting ready to cite an example. He just made fun of 
uh, three commentators, one's a, a lawyer, a very slick looking lawyer. They were commenting on that story, Lex and Dawn. Remember the aunt that got injured by her nephew that hugged her too tight and then she had to sue him in oh. order to get the medical, uh, in order to get money from the, the insurance. Do you remember that story? Yes. She was referred to as the worst aunt ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what people didn't know was, you know, when you Google her, the, her sister, her nephew's mom, agreed to this because her insurance wasn't going to cover her medical expenses. So the only legal way for her to get her hospital bills paid for was to, quote, unquote, sue mm-hmm. <laughs> her, oh, her sisters. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. People were piling on to her. So well, especially John, when you see the headline, Aunt Sue's nephew. Worst aunt ever. Yeah. Yeah. So what John's getting ready to comment on is the fact that he just poked fun at these three commentators who were piling on to her. Did I just publicly shame that lawyer in the last clip? Yeah, I probably did. And honestly, I'm absolutely <laughs> fine with that. Just as I'm fine with calling him a human popped collar whose every facial expression says, I only wish Green Book had won more Oscars. <laughs> and look, look, let's be honest. We make fun of people constantly on this show. It's a comedy show. Although, for what it is worth, we do think, probably more carefully than you might imagine, about who we're making fun of, why we're doing it, and how. We ask ourselves questions all the time, like, should we use their name? How much power do they have? And do they have a soul patch? That last one can be a real deal-breaker. And I lo- <laughs> And I'm going to stop it there. I'm going to stop it. Did you notice that the, the asking about the power... Because this is what drives, and you've heard Lex and I, and now Don say this all the time, I get really defensive and I get really sensitive when people on our show uh, raise that old, that, old, that old argument of, wow, you guys, they're anti-bullying, but you, you, know, you made a crack at this person, this person, and this person. I found it so fascinating that John brought up the question that they ask in the producer's room, how much power does this person have? Because true bullying is about an imbalance of power. Somebody with uh, uh, with a uh, with a uh, with power belittling someone with no power. That's really the true definition of bullying. So that's why I, I it's it's a valid question to be asked. And I'm not saying that we're perfect at all. You might disagree with choices that we've made, but we have honestly thought about it. And sometimes the decision does get difficult. Just look at another major scandal that broke this week concerning fraud in college admissions. Actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin, among 33 wealthy parents, accused of bribing coaches and administrators to get their kids into elite universities. Loughlin and her husband, Massimo Giannulli, allegedly put up half a million dollars in exchange for getting their two daughters recruited to the USC crew team, even though they did not participate in crew. Okay, that is such a weird story. I don't think anyone guessed that the next big celebrity scandal would be Aunt Becky from Full House allegedly spends half a million dollars so a guy will pretend her daughters are good at boats. And and incidentally, if that's all true, worst aunt ever. Now, I've I've got no problem. The truth is I've got no problem making fun of the parents accused of doing that or the guy who ran that service. Where it gets more complicated is with the kids. How much is it fair to make fun of them? Well, I would argue that one of them, Olivia Jade, is a public figure. She has nearly one and a half million followers on Instagram and has worked with all these companies. She's actively made money off her brand as a fun, relatable college student, releasing videos like this. 
I don't know how much of school I'm going to attend, but oh. I do want the experience of like game days, partying. I don't really care about school, as you guys all know. <laughs> okay. So even oh, before oh. what we learned this week, that was a little tone deaf. Although not quite as tone deaf as this sponsored post that she made for Amazon in which she's decorated her dorm room at USC with the letters OJ. And if you don't see a connection between the letters OJ oh and God. USC, maybe it should cost half a million dollars to get you in there. Oh, <laughs> it's Olivia Jade, but also OJ. OJ. Fascinating, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like, where's the line? Mm -hmm. When do you stop? We asked that. I think yeah. we asked that in one of the many conversations. Yeah, are the girls to blame? Did are they the know? girls to blame? What do you think, Lex? Isn't it, I'm with him on this. Yeah, they're they've. She's putting herself out there. She has a YouTube channel. Yes, she gets paid for sponsorship of her Instagram and that channel. So I think it's fair game. Dawn? Um, yeah, I would agree. I think, too, I think we should have had a bigger conversation, though, about how much this happens. You know, because we're really just focusing on Felicity Huffman and and the celebrities we know. But the real problem here is that the, it's the larger issue that this happens all the time. And yeah. uh, kids that should be getting into college aren't, and they're suffering. I know that that is a, sort of oh, a side comment. Agree. But yeah. what we're doing is hyper-focusing on these celebrities, and we keep talking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not as hmm. well. I you know I I, I want I stopped it there because I think he cusses soon, but he then goes on to say, okay, it, it, the questions that they ask on their show, or you know, not even if you you don't even have to have a show, but if you're sitting around talking to your aunts and uncles, okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna add to the public shaming of these young adults, I wouldn't even call them kids. I, they're young adults. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, fine, you're going to do it, but maybe there's a time limit. Because should this scar them and define them for the rest of their lives? No. Should there be death threats involved in the public shaming? No. Oh, there no. are gray areas. No, no, I'm just saying he lists that off as an mm -hmm. example. He goes, there is a gray area. He goes, I would argue, yes, uh, for the, that Olivia Jade, she is a public person. She has put herself out there. On various platforms. So, unfortunately, you got to, as the Facts of Life theme song told us, you take the good and you got to take the bad. <laughs> and she's an adult. And she's an adult. So, I, John later goes, fine, we're going to, we get to poke honest fun at her because of the mistakes she's made, but there is a time limit. And he goes, and I, and I feel the time, it's almost expired. You know, we, you can't just drum, you can't drum her into the ground. He's like, basically what he was making the point that these conversations, especially in the age of social media, where everybody can join in that mob mentality, there are gray areas and it's very nuanced. And I it was this I love this conversation because of actually of what we do. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. uh, you know, definitely it's made a, us pause a little to think about how we talk about something. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yeah. We and we do that. I think we're not trying to uh, slap our own back or pat our own. I think the three of us uh, instantly 
before we make a crack, I, I think we the three of us really do try to do mm, that. Yeah. In the moment of like, yeah. okay, where are we on the snark level? You know what I mean? And, and and is it fair game? Are they a public person? I know I know I ask myself this. Are they a public person? Um, what's my intent? And uh, how old are they? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to be attacking kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We it's also haven't really focused on that. We've actually more focused more on your the issue parent. and the uh, Don and mm-hmm. and the parents and the broader topic of how, this is happening. It's and not just on lots of different levels, all different levels. And yes, we, we you know the public also hates to see privilege. You know, they don't like privileged people just getting things for no reason. Well, yes. We still have this idea in our in the United States that if you work hard, then you will get something. And to see people just bypassing that and cutting in line, people using their that. fast pass to get to U.S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't endorse that. <laughs> it's not anyway, good. You can see, again, just like the segment, that it, just like the topic it covers, this is a very nuanced conversation. We could go on forever. But I would encourage you to watch John's full, because he talks to Monica Lewinsky, who oh. I think it's, it's safe to say, probably in the, in the latter half of the 20th century, was the most publicly shamed person oh. On Earth, yeah. uh, and her perspective is fascinating. Wow. I would play more well, of that. Yeah, can you? Uh, lot, so. Yeah, can you just bottom line it? What did she say? She just said, "Look, you know, people. Uh, it was so vicious and oh. and and so constant." And she said, "When when they came out of it, uh, people were like, well, you should probably change your name.' Because she goes, the difference with my scandal was the scandal was named after her. Mm. Think about it. Yeah, the Monica Lewinsky. True. Wasn't she the goes, Bill so, Clinton scandal?" Well, she goes, She go, this was, and the audience actually clapped. She goes, people actually recommended, because I couldn't get a job. Oh. She says, and people actually recommended that I change my name. And she goes, I thought to myself, nobody's asking Bill Clinton to change his name, so why should I? Yeah, Ooh. she was Think so about that. young. Think about that. I was like, wow, she's right. So, oh. 8, 8, 818, everybody, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. The Elizabeth Reese joins us now for the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Oh, my goodness. Now I have to live up to that on a Monday morning. Kind of a slow Monday morning, to be perfectly honest with you. Yep. Good morning, you guys. It's nice to be back with you. I hope you had a fabulous weekend. Morning, you too. I did. I did. Thank you. Um, Okay, I've got some updates on this uh, college cheating scandal. Oh, good. So here's what happens when you live your life online. And this is sort of like a cautionary tale for everybody, right? Because the problem is when you have everything recorded and you have videos out everywhere, which I mean, I know this, I have so many hours of myself recorded on TV and radio. There are things I've said that I certainly do not ever remember saying. Oh, yeah. Try like from yesterday. (laughs) Uh, Yep. Lori Loughlin once bragged about spending a lot of money on her child's education. And so people are like, oh, yeah, boy, you spent even more money than you were acting like you spent. In 2017, she um, was on her daughter's YouTube channel and she was they were making a joke about like, why did I pay all this money for your education? And because um, 
because Olivia Jade had said something incorrect. She referred to England as a city. And then Lori Loughlin said, why did I pay all this money for your education? Which kind of took on new meaning now that she and her husband are accused of spending $500,000 just to get their girls into USC illegally. I th- you know what it is, too, oh. that just rubs it, it piggybacks on what Dawn said earlier um, about uh, people feel when privileged people kind of get a fast pass, it pisses people off. It also when you you see those videos, Lex and Don Elizabeth, when you see those videos of the kids that work their butt off and mm-hmm. they get the and they get the acceptance letters and their parents tape them and they cry. Yeah. They cry because they're so grateful. They're so happy to be given the opportunity to go to the school of their choice. Mm-hmm. And then this this bozo gets it basically uh not for hard work, but because of how much money's in their parents and, and she wastes it. She do, she wastes it and she doesn't care about it. She makes it very clear. I mean, she publicly says she doesn't even care about school. I know. She's basically there for the parties. I know. That's such a slap into the face to all the kids oh, yeah. that desperately mm-hmm. want an education and want to go to any school. You know, it sets her what, up for failure too because yep. academically she probably can't keep up. Well, totally. And you know, the other interesting thing about it that you're so right about is is those kids that are just cheering and so grateful to get in are also staring down the barrel of about 150 K in student loans to make it happen. You know, I mean, it's like that idea of what you're able to afford. I I will tell you, I mean, it's been very meaningful. I've seen a lot of people on social media and particularly people of color posting about, you know, the disparities in terms of parents who have maybe said they live in a certain zip code, but actually don't in order to get their kids into a better public school. Sure. And many of these are people of color who have gone to those lengths to try to make this happen and get their kids um, a decent education. And then they are literally jailed. They've been jailed for doing this. I've been seeing this making the rounds on social media of stories of Remember this mother, remember this mother who said that her daughter actually lived at this person's house and didn't. And, you know, I know somebody who they sold their home. You know, I went to high school with somebody who got into Harvard and they ended up just selling their home and moving into an apartment so that she could actually go. Whoa. You know, that's that's a big deal. It was like, wow, look, you've worked since first grade to be a good student. and We want to, you know. Support Make that. sure that you. Yeah, and she is a doctor now, so that's great. Yeah. She's helping your parents. Hopefully, again, she bought them a house. <laughs> yeah, after you know, uh, go, you know how long it takes to pay off your oh. loans as a doctor. So they helped her with what they could. But I yeah, know. it's a story like that. Also, that it is. It's it shows a lot wow. of disparity, and then I think there there is this. I mean, anytime there's just a blatant lack of gratitude, it, it feels mm-hmm. real. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And you also think about the kids too that really they have the academics they really wanted to go and then they were rejected yeah you know, so oh, there's yeah. that Absolutely too works. which is a lot 100 mm-hmm. percent uh let's talk about paris jackson she was making headlines over the weekend she was spotted out and about on saturday following her hospitalization now there were a lot of rumors that she um attempted to take her own life and that's why she was hospitalized she was denying that uh and a source told people paris had an accident that required medical treatment she was then resting at home and doing fine, and then she was spotted out and about with her boyfriend. I think it's very fair to be concerned about her mental state. I mean, based on yes. her past battles with mental illness, and then also in light of um, some mm-hmm. really damaging reports about her late father. I wonder right. if TMZ will be in trouble for this because I saw the headlines and I instantly thought, "Oh wow, I believe it." Yeah, and yeah. then she's like, "Lies, lies, lies." I mean, at some point, they were pretty much the only ones. 
that they held on to Reporting that, that, yeah. I know, but then I kind of question with them, like, do they really have the right story? You know, I mean, and then is uh, is the Jackson spin machine trying to shift things? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I Mm. do not know. Um, Chris Harrison returned to the Bachelor Mansion. What's interesting is that it had endured some damage as part of the California wildfires last fall. Um, But uh, Chris Harrison posted that he was back because he's getting ready to shoot The Bachelorette. And uh, there there was a 16 year old who lives next door to The Bachelor Mansion who helped save it. Um, She went to, to go check on her family's property and then they got help from authorities. And so they were able to go in and save it. That that house is so interesting because it's an actual it's a home. I mean, someone owns it Mm -hmm. and then they rent it out for the six weeks, twice a year for a lot of money to be able to shoot Bachelor there. How did she save it? Was she moving furniture up to the upper floors? She's the next Bachelorette. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how? I think she called for help. Oh. So I think that was the main... That's what she did. (laughs) That's what she did. She's like... Hey, I think the Bachelor Mansion's on fire next door. Uh. (laughs) Help. Elizabeth Elizabeth Reese today at 3 in Twin Cities Live. We're going to take a couple people for Dreamweaver. 651-641-1071. It's back. Be very concise and short with your dreams. Dawn just needs a few details. 651-641-1071. Call us. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm iTalk with a 7-1. Everything entertainment. Everything. Who's in that canoe? I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLeod. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of your morning with us. We greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Lex and the Cities. And if you go to her Instagram right now and click on her head, click on the stories, you will be terrified. <laughs> There's a scary picture. I didn't of a buy the baby. Doll. It's, it doesn't matter. You've touched it, and that means the evil has traveled with you. Uh oh. Dawn disagrees with that, but I still think that the, the, I still think uh, Satan attaches himself to these dolls Lex touches. <laughs> you can see the horrible doll that Lex found this weekend on her social it's media. It's a little cute. No, okay. no, it's not at all, Lex. It's not at all. Alrighty then. Uh, and don't forget, Monday Mondays are for fairies. Uh, a new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers dropped a couple hours ago. Don't want to oversell it. But my husband, this is my his favorite episode that we've done. He's very proud of this one because he sasses me quite a lot in this one. Oh. He tells he tells me all about myself. Oh, good. Yeah, thank you, Don. You didn't have to say that. <laughs> oh, no, I just think that's cute. I love it. So it's all about our favorite hotel, uh, the one you should stay at for price, location, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that's what the, this episode's all about. And you can download Two Fairy Godfathers. The link is at mytalk1071.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram, and the link is right there as well. Um, just search for Two Fairy Godfathers on the Insta. And then you will be wowed by my fabulous photography. Yeah. That is my new hobby. Beauteous. My new calming moment. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, are we ready? We sure. have. I see we have three people ready. Uh, Dawn is getting into the mode. She is. Uh, she's in her trance. Mm. She's getting ready to come <laughs> out of her trance. And don't forget Dawn at Dark, too. Oh, Dawn at Dark. Yes. That's right. Dawn, did you uh, anything this weekend on the uh, on I, the old Insta? No, I didn't put anything up this weekend. I was with my boyfriend a lot, and I try to keep him private. Yes, exactly. <laughs> As you he should, doesn't yes. need. To, yeah, not yet. Anyway, you don't need that girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dream Weaver, Dawn. Dream Weaver, Dawn. Dream Weaver, Dawn. 
dawn last week. She couldn't weave our dreams, but now she can. And I actually have one dawn that Good. happened last night that scared oh, me to death. And I okay. woke up Colin, actually, because mm. I started, I almost, I screamed. I talked Oh, my loud. gosh. Yeah. Oh, boy. But, but right now, who do we have first, Dawn? First, we have Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. So, hey, what's your dream? Well, um, you know, like dogs that go to higher ground when they know a flood's coming, I uh, a number of had the feeling to get to this place where the water, where the ocean met the um, met the ground, and then um, and then there was a, a little pine forest in the background, and um, I see this guy coming. Um, he he his job was to go to the pine forest, and these little tiny creatures, really tiny, tiny, you, they looked like little balls of light were all uh, all over him and so he comes to where the shore is where there's these flat rocks and then they all jump off and he goes back to get more and my job was to go into the water and um and there were these water little creatures and they all gathered around my legs and there were already some on the flat rocks and when i got to the flat rocks they jumped off because this person was coming to speak Mm. Uh, okay. Well known, but I didn't know who he was. But there was what came first was this great feeling of love, and and so all these little tiny tiny creatures were gathered. Okay, Dawn. Yes. Oh. Okay. This Better is better than my uh, normal dreams where yes. arms are getting cut off. Yes. And stuff. <laughs> yes. We've talked to you before. Okay, Sharon. This is a great dream because when you dream of the beach where the ocean meets the shore, it's significant because water is conscious life experiences and the ground is your subconscious mind. So it's when your conscious and subconscious are coming together. And it's also, uh, it's great because you're able to live in the moment and also tap into your subconscious mind, which is why you're dreaming of a man. Since you're a woman, a man always represents your subconscious. So you oh. know that you have this person within yourself that you don't really know that well, but you know that he's bringing you things, uh, those little creatures. And he gets these from the pine forest. That's also your subconscious mind. So, so you are able to take these little, they're also, they're little habits that you find to be sort of a mystical, um, you, you really do know how to tap into your inner self to get what you want and you're sort of um, enamored by this part of yourself. And so the day before you had a great day where you were really tapping into what you truly want as a soul. And that's that man bringing those little gifts to you, those little things to you. So interesting. Mm -hmm. Those little creatures are part of you. It's a part of little uh, parts of you that tap into your subconscious mind and they're able to, to make the transition from your subconscious to your conscious. And it's through the water. They're going back and forth. So it's a very fluid experience. Love those okay, creatures. so was this an event or is this like a continuous thing? Um, I think it's a continuous thing. Just from talking to you in the past, you really have tapped into a part of yourself that are that's that's yeah. that's good. And and you know when you get into that frame of mind, you consciously know that you're there and that you're doing yes. that thing. Yeah. Thank you, Sharon. Okay. Oh, well, thank you. Okay, thank It's you. a relief from the uh, death and destruction dream. I know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> great yeah. job. Great job. Great progress. Nowhere to go up from there. Yeah, yeah. Thank thanks. you, Sharon. Let's go to Christy. Dreamweaver Dawn is what we're doing. Christy, tell us your dream. Hey, girl, as concisely hey. As, hey, girl, hey. As concisely as possible. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so in real life, there's this particular person in a circle that I know. I'm not really good friends with him. He's more of an acquaintance. 
I kind of am creeped out by him. He has, like, anger issues and <laughs> just says very inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in the dream, I'm walking into a Sam Goody of all places. And I'm, like, <laughs> going to listen to the latest music CDs. Mm-hmm. And I sit down kind of, like, at a computer station and put on my headphones. And I look over to my right, and there's this guy sitting there and I'm like, oh great, I should have known he would have been here. Yeah. And I was just really irritated about him being there. And yeah. This one's got me really baffled. Okay. Don't be this is very uh simple. It's a very simple dream. Much like Sharon's dream, you're dreaming about a man. So that is a part of you that's a part of your subconscious mind. Sometimes you try to get into a frame of mind where you want to create harmony within yourself and you are interrupted by some thoughts that are pestering you and annoying you within yourself. And you aren't able to create harmony in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) Okay, Christy. So does the music mean anything? Or I mean, Sam, I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. So every room, every place uh, in a house or if you're going to a separate place. So that is a frame of mind that you're in. And because it's music, you are trying to find harmony. Within yourself. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. No, I got you. All right. I got you. Yeah. That's oh, good news. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You're so amazing. Oh, thank thanks, Christy. Mm. Thank you, Christy. Okay, bye. Dreamweaver Dawn, one last one. We're going to weave Kathy. Yeah. Hello, Kathy. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Kathy. Are you, re- are you, are you ready so to be weaved? To oh, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. I have a reoccurring dream about mm-hmm. a younger sister who's been married probably 35 years. Mm-hmm. And... And, and she's a sweet, hometown, beautiful young lady. Anyway, I have a dream that she is leading kind of a double life, mm-hmm. that she has a life outside of her husband with this other man that is just as sweet as her, and nobody, kn- well, the husband, her husband doesn't know about it, but the rest of us know about it. Mm, okay. Mm. <laughs> okay, Uh-oh. so you have to think and about I- your sister and the qualities that she has. So you don't have to tell us right now, but just think of the three top qualities. Okay. Okay. All right. So that is the part of yourself that you're dreaming about. A lot of times when you're trying to create something and using those qualities, you feel like there's another part of you that is robbing yourself from those ideas and the ability to create something. Okay. So you are cheating on yourself with another part of yourself. Oh. Wow. Okay. Vixen, okay. So Vixen. It's reoccurring, so you need to listen to this because it's your soul tapping you on the shoulder saying, see, when you do this thing, when you do this thing, you're taking away from your ability to create something new within your life. So you need to focus on what those qualities are that she has and how you could, how you could, um, like you said, she's a hometown. She's very dependable. Obviously, she's been married for a very long time. So yeah. I would look at those qualities. How are you taking away from yourself and sort of cheating on your own self? It's not well, allowing new things to come in. One thing I just want to add is that just a couple, I'm, I'm in a busy season right now. And a couple weeks ago, I said, this summer is mine. I'm going to take care of myself <laughs> and do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So. I love it. Okay. Well, that's your yes. soul reaffirming that that's correct. So you don't let whatever it is that keeps you from doing that or has kept you in the past from doing that. That's probably the random guy that you're dreaming about that doesn't whoa, exist. Whoa. Okay. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Three okay. good ones in a row. Thanks, thank Kathy. you, Kathy. Wow. This is your summer. Love it. Dreamweaver Dawn, 843. When we come back, I will tell Dawn the dream that woke me up screaming, talking, Mm -hmm. talking. And it was one of the most vivid 
detailed dreams I've had in a very long time. What does it mean and what is it? We'll find out when we come back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything. What is Alexis pouring in her coffee cup? I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClay. Thanks for being here. None of your business. Mm. You don't know me like that. You don't know me like that. You don't know me like that. You don't know me. Hey, don't forget, you just heard the commercial there, our Bids for Kids, uh, the 47th annual to benefit Ronald McDonald Charities, Thursday, March uh, 21st. Uh, you can pick up, you're going to, you can have the chance to win some on-air auctions for a variety of packages for our show. One of them is crafting with Alexis uh, at Southern Lights, or as I call it, getting drunk with Alexis and making paper mache at Southern <laughs> Bam! Lights. Bam! That's right. In a beautiful place. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. We have a fun <laughs> twist on this year's crafts and cocktails, which we'll tell you about on Thursday. Yeah. Be an announcer on our morning show, on our show for a week, and Chris Lindar Real Estate will match your bid with a donation of fifty. Fifteen hundred dollars. Mm, awesome. Thank you, Chris. Uh, more details on bids for kids by using keyword kids at mytalk1071.com. Okay, Don, do you mind? I, I rarely uh, take advantage of your weaving mm. dream weaver dream weaver sure. skills. No, go ahead. Yeah. Love it. This freaked me out, and I got to tell you, this was very vivid. This wasn't a blurry dream. Mm-hmm. This wasn't like um, like I kind of remember it, girl. It was sharp. As my 92-inch television. I mean, it was like (laughs) sharp. Yes. I was playing a slot machine or some sort of gambling video game, Mm -hmm. a video screen. Mm -hmm. And I saw the game and and it was like a pot of gold or something that it was like, oh, there's one. (gasps) Oh, there's two. There's three, and I needed I needed like four. Mm -hmm. And I got it. And I look up and I win. Nine hundred million dollars. Oh my! And that gosh. is the exact amount of money. And I started crying. I felt it, like Dawn. I mm-hmm. felt it, and I immediately called my mom. And I'm crying, and I'm and I'm screaming, okay. and I'm like, Ma! I, and she answered the phone, and I was screaming like, "You never have to work again, Mom!" And I was screaming like, like harshly. I'm like, "I just won nine hundred million dollars," and she's like, "What?" And I go, you never have to worry about anything again. Mm-hmm. And then I caught my, and then I woke myself up, and that's what I was talking. I was saying that because it was so vivid. I felt it, and I got out of the dream and was, I think, talking to my mom. Oh, great! <laughs> scared the crap out of Colin, but yeah. oh, good. I'm so glad that it's a positive thing. I thought you were going to tell me about a nightmare. So no, good. Okay, so for the first time in your life, you have found a way. To finally value yourself. Um, And sometimes you've seen this as a game. It's a thing that you toy with back and forth. It's like, do I really like myself? Do I like the person that I am? Uh, How much value do I put into it? And um, you're finally tapping into that for the first time. And you are really seeing the results. Um, and you, it's not a reoccurring dream. So it's something that probably happened. Something, something clicked with you in you this weekend. So it really has nothing, it doesn't really, I mean, it can translate into financial gain because as we all know, if we uh, have good self-esteem and we value ourselves more, great things come into your life. So you're valuing yourself in a big way and you're also communicating with that inner part of yourself that is your higher self, uh, your super conscious mind, which is your mom. And um, it's, it's representative of your higher self and you're basically communicating with that part of you saying, look, you don't have to work so hard anymore. 
spinning your brain in circles trying to figure out. Some days you have good days, I'm sure, and bad days. We all feel Mm -hmm. different things about ourselves. So that's a great Uh dream. That's what it's about, valuing yourself. Yes. And sometimes you see it as a game, which is also positive. No, I love that. Oh, Mm -hmm. that means a lot to me. Oh, okay. Good. Good. That's why it felt so significant. Yeah. That f- oh, okay. You Thank don't you, have Dawn. to work. Was- you remember now you said to yourself, you don't have to work anymore to my mother. Yes. Yeah. To your mother, which is your higher self. Okay. Oh, so think about that. You don't oh, have sorry. to Am work so hard. No, okay. no, oh, okay. you don't have to work so hard in trying to communicate this with me because I get it. Okay. Okay. Mm. Fascinating. Thank you, Don. That mm-hmm. made that I that made my day. I <laughs> Good. love it. Yeah, it's yeah. a really great dream. Welcome to dream weavery. Wow, we were just Steve. We were just talking. Yeah, and I'm free. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Here we go. I'm free balling. Oh, we're gonna talk about balls today. That's right, Donna. You're talking about balls? Yeah. Hi, hi, Jace. Oh, hi, Hi, Donna Valentine. How's it going, guys? My my little cherub, my little my Uh little moon pie, my little Twinkie, my little my little uh, Uh ho ho. No, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. oh, went, mm-hmm. went nope. squirrely at the oh, end yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh, well, they are talking about balls today, right? Uh-huh. Now. Yeah, right. Oh, later okay. on. What, okay. What do you have coming up? Well, then uh, expand on that, uh, Donna. What do you What do you mean? Oh, you'll just have to tune in at oh. nine. They're keeping uh, it nine forty-five. Yeah. I'm intrigued because it has to do with cologne, and you guys know my feelings on cologne. I like oh, it. Oh, you lot. like it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh I didn't quite get that. Really? You do? Oh. Oh yeah. What level is Steve at today? Yeah. You know what? He's or who's in there with him? Honest, he's pretty yeah. good right now. Let me see. <laughs> I don't know why I need to look at him to smell. He's spinning his body. It's express oh, by God. Mach 4. Oh. <laughs> Steve, it's great. It's really good. That's yeah, Express good Body today. Spray. It's based on one of their colognes. I got it when I was like, I was running out of town. And I was like, oh, I'll get this. Yeah. But you have to really put it on heavy at the beginning. And it'll wear off almost entirely within an hour and just be like a nice undertone. But at the uh-huh. beginning... It's very annoying. So bottom line, what you're saying is, for Donna, you really stink. By the time you get to Elizabeth, you're fine. Exactly. right. TV TV gets everything. But uh, Donna is much, I should say, Donna is much softer about it. She'll just be like, oh, Steve, that's a little much. Whereas Elizabeth, she'll get like big sister on me and be like, because we share a dressing room. No, you got to put that stuff away. No, do not pull that out. Do not spray that. Oh, my God. I love her. Okay. Let's go do an hour and a half of TV. The very fragrant uh, fragrant. (laughs) Donna and Steve come up next. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. We love you. Happy Monday. Have a great day. And we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. It's a beautiful day.